the Page Avenue crew. That's me in the spot. Like podcast. Losing my religion. <laughs> my name's Adam. <laughs> I'm Dan. Josh. <laughs> I'm Ryan. Hello. We're in a band. It's called Story of the Year. Have you guys ever heard that band? I'm in REM too. They're super cool. Story. Story of the Year. Story of the Year. Hey, Dan, it's a sick camera angle you have going on there. <laughs> I can I'm see trying to get your headphones. I'm trying to let Dub in here too, but hey, there Dub he is. is. Stay there, Dub. Closer. You have antibodies. He has the vaccine. You're all set. You both have bodies. I keep bringing my, my, my friends to be guests over at my house so I don't have to do this by myself. So uh, my friend Eric Russell, uh, a.k.a. Dub, is here. We have the dantabodies. Hanging out with me. Dub's on. In the building. Dub. He has been on many a tour with us and uh, been a faux tech, although he doesn't play instruments. but Bro tech. He's, he's been around for the whole dur- duration of our band. Fun fact about Dub. We went to Japan and we told him that Dub was our a seasoned guitar tech. So... You know, they paid for his flights and his, uh, well, not his flights, but the bullet train and hotels and all that stuff. And uh, he just came into Japan and hung out with us and acted like a tech, and it was fucking awesome. He was on the crew list. That counts. Yeah. And we snorted spicy stuff at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. 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 What did you snort? <laughs> oh, I don't remember terrible. what it was. It was... It was, it was like on a, the table. I don't know. It was it was food. It wasn't drugs. You no, it wasn't food. It was a seasoning. It was <laughs> like a, some spicy <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> Dub, you remember what, how I taught you how to put the guitar on and hit the just the top string? Oh, yeah, for sure. So he would go out before we played and line check it, and he would... So Dub doesn't play any instruments. Uh, he'd put on my guitar, go out there, just hit the one low E and go... Just, to make, just like... So he was working, you know? Yep, it was it was so sweet. Got his own hotel room, his bullet train tickets. Just hit a couple tight. chords, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're yeah. famous. When Dub hits the strings, it sounds like Butthead's mouth. The more and more we tour, the less we're bringing real crew people, and the more we're just bringing our friends. That's how we roll these days. It makes us sound better. Hey, Dub's real as fuck. Yeah, we can sure do our real. own work. We just we just bring friends now, just to hang. We should start when we're taking our own shit. Wear costumes, like yeah, yeah man. What what costume would you wear? The hot dog one that Jonah Hill wore in uh, that one movie. Ask me about my wiener, that guy. But I'd wear a Jonah Hill costume under the hot dog costume. I'd wear an Adam Russell costume. It'd just be like a real small little dick that's kind of crooked. <laughs> That'd be my costume. Cool. You can borrow cool. mine. <laughs> cool story, dick face. Cool story, dick face. Hey, I heard this at, at work the other day. Somebody asked this question, and you could do a variation on this question. I'm completely changing the subject. This has nothing to do with our band. Would you like to upsize your fry? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so pick a movie. Or you you pick the movie, you pick the character. Replace everyone in the movie with Muppets except for one character. Nah, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking puppets. Just think about it. Like, they, for real, they got to act with the fucking... Pretty woman, Julia Roberts. <laughs> yes. She's getting getting paid to bang a Muppet instead. Yes, exactly. That's the point. There it is. Friday, good. Friday the 13th. <laughs> yes. But Jason's a Muppet, and it's only like... Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the variation. You replace one character. With <laughs> There's like one hot babe. The only person who's not a Muppet is Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon in Friday the 13th? The very first one. He was in that one? Yeah, You're man. right. He could stab with a spear. Oh, shit. In bed. <laughs> you know how often that happens? I need, re- I need to rewatch that. In bed? Mm-hmm. Especially at Crystal Lake. I just keep pic- picturing a Muppet banging. Just banging, period. Yeah. <laughs> Ju- Julia Roberts. Mine, yeah. mine for 
replacing everyone except for one person is Boogie Nights, <laughs> but you don't replace Scotty, Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> he's the that's only one that's a human. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. I and think about this scene right here. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you see it where he's holding the mic and they're yeah, fighting yeah, for yeah. the first time? And he's all, yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> all sweaty and shit. Yeah. 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 You planned that whole thing out. Well, think about nice. Inception. <laughs> With Muppets. Yeah. Every level he goes down, it's like a different kind of Muppet. Deeper into the Muppet abyss. <laughs> this is real cool talk, guys. Let's what talk a, about something more mature. What a deep quandary this is. Hey, Boogie Nights is the most perfect movie ever made of all time, though. Fucking A, dude. I don't know. Have you seen The Gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> Again. Uh, no, I never heard about it. Go ahead, tell us about it. I love staring at your fucking couch, Dan. <laughs> That's all you can see. I can see me on my screen. No, I can only see your goddamn couch. Are, are, you, are we in some weird setting on on yours? We got the four like Dan looks like a boomer taking their first selfie. Hey, while we're talking about movies, you know, I'm about to show my kids Gleaming the Cube because they're all into skateboarding now. They Hell were last yeah. summer, but now they're getting back into it. It's fucking awesome. Cool. We drove up to this church by my house yesterday and skated around. It was awesome. Must be nice. My kid always goes nah. <laughs> he says pass. Nah, like, fucking like, make them. I, I have a couple times, but yeah. Gleaming the Cube he doesn't love it yet. No, it's funny. My daughter's like way into it. Like way into it. She has to go every day now. It's fucking sweet. Can she do any sick tricks? She can like, you know, push off and roll and like kick, like kick turns. All the like the basic shit. She's just really cautious. My son is the opposite of cautious and it's fucking terrifying. He runs full speed on jumps on the board and the board like flies out from under him. <laughs> and he just like landed on his, all the wrong parts of his body. I don't know. It's fucking sweet though, dude. A whole new generation, you know? He's going to kill somebody with a spear one day. I'm figuring oh, like nice. 12 or 13 is about whenever, you know, like you really try to figure out if you like that kind of stuff, you know, or music yeah, or anything. Was, that's, so I'm trying to push it on an eight-year-old. I guess that's really not, not really. I mean, I was in fourth grade, but whatever. Yeah, Eight-year-olds You guys are cooler yeah, I, than me. I was 10. I was in fifth grade when we started, when I started skateboarding. But like, I don't know. I didn't really get into music until I was older, like 14. Yeah. I didn't even get an instrument until I was 17, 16, just turned 17, I guess. Really? Yeah. I thought you played guitar like all middle school and all that. No, I, it was Christmas in 96. So I had just turned 17. I had like, mm-hmm. you know, drum practice pads and stuff like that and tried other shit, but, and always played my friend's brother's guitar, you know, at, at his house, but didn't actually get my own and try to play for real until then. Dude, you know what's weird? It's weird. There's like the smallest most random circumstance circumstance can like happen and totally alter the course of your life. Case in point, I had a neighbor that lived across the street. He was my friend. His name was Craig. His older brother was like this, like, remember when we used to call people burnouts? Like, you know, yeah. dude's a burnout. Like yeah. he had long hair and smoked cigarettes he, and he shit. Had, he had a cut off jean jacket. Yeah. He like went to juvie and stuff. <laughs> uh, and like, he had this black. It's from the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah. He had a black guitar with a whammy bar on it. And uh, when he went to juvie, my f- buddy Craig pulled it out from underneath the bed and like opened it up. And I was like, dude, that is the coolest looking shit in the entire world, you know? And like this dude, he, was he, it a BC rich? Uh, it was something like that, but he just smoked cigarettes and probably like finger chicks and stuff. And I had this like <laughs> guitar and I was like, he's like Todd and Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. And I thought it was so sweet and he was like so dangerous and shit. And like, I, I would hold it and like look in the mirror and stuff. I don't know. Maybe that, maybe I wouldn't be here talking to you guys right now. If not for Todd. If it wasn't for Todd. You ever think about think about shit like that? Yeah, all the time. Those people in my family like that. What's my family doing in there? <laughs> Todd's? I, I think 
think about all kinds of shit like that. I, uh, I think about the fact that if I had ever really gotten in trouble for any of those crimes I did in high school. Allegedly. Oh, I wouldn't be on this podcast with you. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm going to talk about that for a minute because uh, Jared McGuire, me, the student named Jared Smith, Jason Bridges. I don't know. Some people like that. We would go steal like street signs, mainly me and Jared, Jared and I, because his old, older brother, Ben, did it. And uh, we, we thought we were like really pushing the envelope, stealing <laughs> street signs. And I remember when I met you, you showed us, you had all these home recordings, all the shit that you guys did. And I couldn't fuck. I still kind of can't believe the stuff that you guys did. And for sure, prison. We destroyed a lot of property. We for were sure. really fucking stupid. Even even when you guys got older, when I was playing guitar in your band, we drove to Memphis to do a show, and there was this gas station, like a closed-down gas station on the side of the highway, and you guys just pulled over, and I was like, what are we doing? And you guys proceeded to break all the windows out of it, <laughs> just completely. I was probably fucking $15,000 of damage in this building that you guys just decided to do. Dude, I was freaking the fuck out. Like, I want to go home. I hate this. Like, dude, I was so scared. I was so nervous. It was dude. like the part in the movie where the kid, before the kid joins the gang, you know, when he like gets his first little taste of gang life. That was you. I was scared, dude. What's fucked up, though, is we were dumb enough to do all that shit, but we're conscious of it enough to know, got to stop this when I'm 17 and a half or else I'll go to real jail. <laughs> I don't know. And then I feel like we were older than that. I stopped. I feel like we were older than that that time. It was probably like right on the cusp. Yeah. Maybe I was like, okay, just one more. Just one more, then I'll quit. One more vandalism. <laughs> you know what I did that I, I had like a little phase that I was like, now I'm like super embarrassed about it. I had like a little, little short little phase where I smoked black and mild cigars for a little bit. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I, dude, to this day, I love how they smell. Someone has like a shitty fucking ghetto, like Swisher Sweet or something. I think it's like the best smell. I can't wait for the meme on the fucking Discord, dude. Oh, that's going to be great. <laughs> dude, Every everybody was smoking those for a little while. Not, I didn't, but. Not everybody. You know, like, I didn't. Like all of Big Blue Monkey, like John Taylor and, and Perry. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was just normal to all of us. Dave Ballard smoked the fuck out of those. Yeah, yeah. Dave Ballard smoked cloves. Yeah, oh yeah, he smoked the cloves. It that's was right. normal back then, but. I don't know. I just remember like uh, being at the VFW hall, watching Low Cash. I had like bleach blonde hair, like frosted tips. I had a <laughs> ring on each finger of my hands, like a little bit of eyeshadows, like those big dog chain necklaces, yep. sitting out there smoking with the eyebrow piercing, <laughs> uh, tongue ring, piercings up here, smoking a fucking black and mild. Thought I was so cool, dude. Fingernails painted silver. It's like, I'm tight. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Hey, I did see Jared this weekend, though. Yeah, where? He, he, he hooked up my fade. Oh, mm. Shout out Jared. Shot. Jared the barber. Dude, he's so fun. He's, he's top three funniest people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Yeah, he should have been a comedian. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, sure. he could for sure. I, dude, when we were kids, I told him. I, I told him that uh, I, like, I always had this vision. He would just walk out because I had this dream. And he was a comedian. He walked out, and his whole act was this. He'd walk out and go, fuck you. And fuck you, and fuck you, and like I just had that dream, and and I would always tell him about it. But when we're doing family dinner uh, on Christmas at my mom's house, he comes over every year. It's fucking awesome. That's awesome. He still comes yeah, over. Dude. Still to this day comes over every year. That's great. It's amazing. Yeah. Hey, yeah it's what's sweet. Sherd's barbershop called? So we can shout it out. Mainstay. Mainstay. Yeah. Mainstay. There's a full name for it. Uh, parlor. Mainstay. Mainstay barber parlor. Right. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Mainstay barber. Pa- Mainstay. Barber Parlor? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's wow. in, if you live in St. Louis, it's in Afton on Gravoy, like, or just right off of Gravoy, right before the city. Go there. They're fucking Let's great. Say hi to our dude, Jared. 
he hooked it up. I took a picture. I took a picture for Ryan. Dan, you remember these? Remember those like uh, those like oval like combs that Chris used to comb his hair with? They were always in the bathroom. <laughs> Slide your finger through. <laughs> Looks like the ones that you brush dogs with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It was, he had yeah. like two of them in his like his little case. Nice. <laughs> Shout out, Chris. Awesome. Dude, yeah, check check this out. So the first like kind of job, quote unquote job I ever had, Jared and I. His mom worked at this convenience store that was like two houses up from where he grew up. What was the name of that? Your store. Your yeah. store, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So she would give us like six bucks and like let us eat candy and shit if we restocked the coolers. So we would, Jared and I would sit in the cooler and just like drink all the Dr. Peppers and everything and just like <laughs> stock stuff. And then we would steal uh, nudie magazines, right? Nudie. So we'd go, We yeah, we'd steal like, you know, pornos. Um, anyway, check this out. I don't know if he's going to remember this, but we had a Hustler magazine. And they used to do this thing. I don't know if they still do. This was like fucking 20 years ago. But they had this um, part where they call it beaver shots. <laughs> we're, like, yes. we're like fans. Like fans, like, uh, you know, readers would submit photos of their wives or their, <laughs> themselves or their girlfriends or whatever. Dude, there was one that looked exactly like. Not sure. <laughs> I mean, exactly, dude. Like I can see it in my brain right now, like I like it was yesterday. And like it wasn't I'm, it wasn't up close. We're talking full body, or you just knew what knew what her shit looked like. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like you could see her face. She was okay. she was she was laying on her. I mean, you're still talking about stomach. beaver shots, and you're like, it looks just like. No, like just sure. have a beard. Like she was laying stomach down on the bed, and her her butt was up in the air. And like you could see her face. Her face was looking back. Dude, I swear. I swear. I, I, dude, I wonder if he remembers this. Dub's yes. interpretation is way better. The, the, whatever the, the vagina was in there looked like sure. his face. The shape yeah, like of it. She has a beard. Yeah. Uh, uh, either way, that's great. Did he think it looked like sure. too? Like he thought it was. I don't remember how that all played out, but I just remembered go, like. I I, it might, I think it might have been her, like You're for like, real. Dude. Poor Jared's probably like, no man, I don't think it looks anything like her. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Jared and I just texted about this like I don't know three days ago, five days ago. All right, we for sure saw some kind of UFO in my mom's backyard. <laughs> right at dusk, dude. I swear to God, there was like this whole I don't know what it was. Like it was you know it was probably not a UFO, but uh, it was something that we couldn't explain. There's all these fucking lights that were right over the trees. And then it's just like all these new sightings that they're talking about, like the Tic Tac and all that shit. It's literally like the same thing. It was like all these like long cylinder lights over the trees, no noise. And it just went zoom and shot away like fucking at light speed. Me and Jared used to ride the bus to school in middle school. And as soon as he got on the bus, multiple times a year, we would quote and or we would recite Wayne's World front to back. And when we got <laughs> like in the morning... If we got to school, we'd stop and pick off, pick up right where we left off on the way home. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like every day. It was fucking awesome. You know what I used to do on a school bus? I used to stab the back of the seat with my pencil and make a bunch of holes in it. <laughs> I think every kid did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, I should never admit this. I'm, I'm a grown man. I should never admit this. But I think I had really bad, bad dandruff when I was a kid. <laughs> and the, the, uh, the, the seats were dark brown and I used to lean my head over and scratch my head really hard. And watch the dandruff all fall in front of the brown because the white flakes stood out from the brown seats. Yeah, so I would just sit there and like 
I'd, I'd make it snow on my bus. Uh, you, were, you were like you were like Dan Cook from uh, and waiting, where he scratches <laughs> yeah, yeah, his head on the yeah, food yeah, for yeah. garlic. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Scoobs, I'm Josh is reading this old school Anthony Bourdain book, and he was telling me about it, and I was like, man, I've heard about this book a shitload. I'm gonna read it, and I started reading it too. They talk about a lot of stuff like that that yeah. happens behind the scenes. Let's cook. Oh, dude, whoa, no, thank whoa, you. whoa, whoa, dude. Yeah, can we just back up for a second? And think about like go back to the the beaver shots thing. <laughs> so, you were you were looking at that in like the mid '90s, right? So pretty much pre-internet. Yep. Isn't it fucking hilarious and weird to think about the fact that somebody was taking pictures with a film camera, developing it somewhere at Walgreens yeah. or wherever you get beaver shots developed, <laughs> and then putting it in an envelope with a stamp to send to a porn <laughs> that they would. Th- you yeah. know what I mean? Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> yeah. What else? What are other weird things that you got? Have you guys? I, you know what I did? Well, never mind. I can't say that. I will not say that one. I will not. I will not say that. <laughs> Remember the letters? Did you guys ever used to like read the letters? The letters? What letters? Yeah, like in in those like in the alphabet, old, like old school nudie magazines and stuff, like the like the hot letters, whatever they call them. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I tried we did, to. We did that on tour in, in the van when we used to tour, right? That's right. Oh, yeah. One of you guys would yeah, read yeah. it in like a in like an accent or something. I yeah. read it in an Arnold voice. Yeah, just to keep yeah. it just keep <laughs> it us all like, busy. It was like yeah. a club magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, I think we were moving to California and we were all connected like all on like No, because I wasn't like, reading that driving at the same time because you know I drove <laughs> oh, the whole right, way because yeah, yeah. the person in my car didn't drive stick <laughs> yeah pretty sure it was when we had the van with you know we had we had no seats in the back we just all laid out yeah we had the bed yeah, yeah, in the yeah. back and then yeah one of us would lay there and entertain the rest of us yeah I definitely read I definitely read multiple uh, it was the funniest shit in the entire world dude thinking about being in a van is number one it just sounds fucking sweet to just go be somewhere else in the world but two the way i think about the way we used to lay in there we had like a bunk and we had a futon mattress and sometimes we would lay sideways on it sometimes we lay forward on it heads facing toward the front sometimes whatever i know you thought about this all the time ryan phillips but like Mm -hmm. think about crashing in that shit dude ryan didn't sleep when anybody else drove we were living on the fucking edge all the time dude i had the most like um What's the word I'm looking? Irrational solution to that. I would only lay in what I called the tomb. You guys remember that? Like mm-hmm. underneath yeah, the underneath, front seat. Yeah. Under like underneath the seat because I felt like for some weird reason I'd have more protection down there. <laughs> oh you know? yeah, when we had the seat in there. Yeah, we had that one front seat or one of the seats or whatever. I would only lay on the floor. Yeah, one bench seat behind the fronts. Right. That might have been later. No, we it eventually we took them all out except for the. I think bunk. that was later when we rented that van. Like uh, later in our career. You would sleep in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would only sleep where people's feet go, yeah. like I, yeah. like under, like crammed underneath the seat. Yeah, dude, I could not sleep ever when people were. Ryan didn't trust anybody else to drive but him. <laughs> dude, yeah, uh, it was that was my bad. Sorry, but fuck, dude, it's fucking sketchy, dude. We drove so many, oh, dude, yeah. so many tens of thousands of miles on vans that probably had bald tires, no seat belts, no fucking seats, four seat belts to be on. A trailer um, with no grease on the axle that caught on fucking fire, dude. Like, yeah, no tread on those either. No trailer brakes. No, uh, like even the loft bed that we built, like that all bands built back in the day, like that. It's like, dude, you're just laying up there, pressed right against the window. If the van were to flip, <laughs> you'd be, dude. You're like, it was just, uh, uh, um, what am I? What's the word I'm looking for? A calculated risk every single night with your yeah. life to some degree. You know, driving through all those crazy mountain passes out west and. 
Fuck, that's why, dude. That's why I didn't drive it. got night. lucky. <laughs> Not that a, a tour bus is like way safer, but I think it is. There's a lot more shit between you and the road. It's a lot, you know, the walls are thicker. It's a bigger space, blah, blah, blah. That van, dude. And you're not going, and you're not going as fast. And like, yeah, we drove way too fucking fast. It's a professional. Yeah, dude. I mean, I don't know. Dude, this, the sketchiest driving situation I've personally ever been in. Um, we did the van thing for a while, spent a lot of years doing buses. And then there's a company called Bandwagon. They basically rent tour buses without a back lounge that band members can actually drive themselves. It's like a mix between a tour bus and an RV, right? It's like an industrial grade RV, essentially, like a big burly one. Yeah, just tour bus and RV has sex, and that's what you get. And we did a couple. We did a couple tours with those, right? Just because they were so economical, and it was yeah. like having a tour bus that it's like literally a fifth of the cost. You know, you mm-hmm. don't have to pay a driver; the band just drives. Anyway, tour driving that thing, which is fucking huge, and pulling our gigantic story of the year trailer through New York City in a rainstorm. Dude, I went down, and there's, like, one tunnel that you can, like, to to get off out of New York. And I was driving all around the city in the middle of this fucking storm trying to, like, figure out how I could get out. I mean, this was, like, I don't know, 2013, 2012 or whatever. And I drove all the way down a one-way street going into a tunnel, and I found out that (laughs) it wouldn't fit. And I had to back that. It was, like, probably 60, 70 feet. Back down a one-lane road. A one-way street in the middle of New York City, in the middle of Manhattan, with cars on each side. So I basically had like eight inches on each side of the... And I had to back it down like hundreds of feet like that. Like some fucking straight, like, like insanity. Like professional drivers can't even do that shit. Like it was so it- nerve-wracking. I, I finally... Adam, I woke you up. It was like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude... I, I was like, I need a co I need somebody to help me like get the fuck out of here. And you downloaded this trucker app and found it, uh, found one... The, the right tunnel that I could get out of the city or whatever. Oh, whoa, yeah. Yeah, I was like, for real, like on the verge of like, I'm quitting the band, I'm going home. Like, I'm <laughs> fucking done with this. This is so stressful, you know? Rain just makes everything worse when you're driving too, you know? And New York is such, I mean, if you've ever been there and even walked around, like, clearly, like, driving there is a motherfucker and then doing that in a van is damn near impossible than thinking about a giant RV or a bus. It, it, that city's just like, not built for that shit. And doing that on our own was dude because you'd get to, you'd, you'd be like all right because you know i'd run in my maps program or whatever on my blackberry or whatever it is and then you'd get to like the bridge it's like sweet i can make it and then you'd see bridge limit 13 feet or whatever and you're just like fuck and you have to slam on the brakes and like exit and try or try to like, yeah. make a u-turn or something dude it was the most stressful thing ever of all time so dude, scary when, when you I, I used to always think this when i was a kid and i still wonder it sometimes as an adult but now that you know you have smartphones it's different I remember asking my dad specifically on a road and it said, you know, on a bridge, maximum height, so-and-so. I remember saying, well, what do you do if it's bigger? Like <laughs> you're on the road. By the time you see the sign, what the fuck do you do? You know? Yeah. I, we found out. Yeah. <laughs> slam on the brakes and back up real yeah. hard. But dude. Oh, you've yeah. seen the horror stories of those videos where it just like uh, destroys the top of those things. Yeah. Yep. yep. Dude, when we went to South America that last time we've referenced it on the pot a little bit about um not getting the rest of our money they still owe us but they ran the scam where you go down there and then they would say i'll just strike at the airport we can't fly so we're gonna have to take a bus you guys remember that shit yeah 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 and we had to take a bus so we did it the first night it was like fine then the second night it was one it was from whatever city to rio 
and you're going through it's like on those um that Nat, Nat Geo show like world's deadliest roads like IRT or whatever it's like that shit I googled it and it's like some of those roads that he was trying to get us to go on it's like we're gonna fucking die and remember and I was like nope not fucking happen we're going to the airport you know yeah 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 I was straight up I was like no you take us to the fucking airport or we're going home we're going home right now I'll change our flights and we'll go home because that's when Grady our tour manager didn't make it in the country yeah do yeah, promoters dude. in some countries like Brazil and Indonesia and shit like that. I remember so many times weird shit like that, that we're like, uh, that seems kind of fucking suspect and like, no, no, it's totally cool. Totally cool. And we're thinking like, no, it's definitely <laughs> not like we, yeah. uh, we don't want to do that at all. And sometimes it would just still happen or whatever. And we're just sitting there like, Oh my God, what the fuck? Like when they took our, our passports, took all of our passports in Indonesia. It was the first time we went, right? Oh dude. We were finding finding out all this shit that we didn't know before we left, like all the fucking bomb threat, like all this weird shit starting to like come up to the surface. And then they take all of our passports and just kind of like walk away with them. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Sketchy as fucking. All we could do is just stand there and just wait. Like, fuck, I hope to come back. I live here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, Dan, you know what's the most freaked out I've ever seen you on tour? No. Dude, when I, uh, I had a side project band called Greek Fire and Dan was filling in on drums, and we had a shitty van and trailer. We were in Gunnison, Colorado. And we had to pass, uh, go over, I think it was Monarch Pass. We had to go over this mountain pass in the middle yeah. of a fucking ice storm that turned into a blizzard. And we were stranded on top of the mountain. Oh, dude. And yeah. like the yeah, van we- was sliding backwards. And there was a 1,500 foot cliff, like yeah. two inches from our tire. Yeah. And there, it was, we were trapped there. And, I, and like, I remember Dan, like, as I, I remember just going, dude, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Dan like genuinely like fucking freaked out before. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, that was the closest we've really have come to death. So yeah. Yeah. Because it started snowing right after the show. We were like, fuck, we better get out of here. Better go quick. So we can get up over this fucking mountain. And yeah, it was like six inches and we were just stuck. Couldn't go up the mountain anymore. Couldn't go back down. It was impossible. We were just on the side of a fucking mountain. Oh my God. And we literally pulled over and parked and cars were flying by and we just slept there all night on the side of a mountain. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. When he says cars. It- well, yeah, I guess it wasn't cars. It was the truck, the chain, like the tractor trailers that are, yeah, chains are chained up. Uh, So a couple of those would come by, but we were like parked right on this edge of this cliff, right on the outset of a turn. So these big, you know, once a half hour, whatever, a big semi truck would come creeping around, and if they slid out or whatever, they would hit our van and just knock us off this cliff because we were like literally on the edge of this cliff, you know. And uh, it was like this one guy thousand foot drop on the side. It was like crazy. Yeah, and this guy pulls up and he's like. Do you know where the fuck you are? It's like, this is Monarch Pass. It's, I think it's just under 13,000 feet oh in my the middle God. of a fucking blizzard. And we didn't have chains. Not only did we have chains, but we like our trailer had fucking ball tires on it. We didn't have brakes on our trailer. He was like, do you know where the fuck you are? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't try to go. And we were yeah. like, okay. And then we tried to go. <laughs> and, and then at the, the, when we stopped, it started sliding backwards over towards the drop. Yeah. And, and you just like parked it. You're like, fuck it. I can't go. I can't move. Yep. It's impossible. I, 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 I sat by the door with my hand. I think we had got out at that point. Yeah, like we were all it was like, seven. Try. Yeah, it was 17 degrees outside. Yeah, it was fucking oh my God. Like, was, I yeah. thought we might die. I really thought it was it. So I had my hand sitting there. I had my hand on the, um, the doorknob, door handle. I was like, if one of these trucks slips, like I'm going to be ready to jump out. Like these guys, they, they might die, but I'm going <laughs> to jump out before this van goes over the cliff, you know? So that yeah. was like... We sat there all night, and I was like, oh, every half hour, this truck would come, 
and I was like, well, this could be it. And I just get ready to open the door. We and didn't jump even out. have enough gas to like keep the van running. We just turned yeah. it off and sat there. Oh my Ooh. God. So there, there was no way, like if you got out and tried to walk, there was like no getting no, back. No, no, so no. We're like 20 running. miles away from everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Um, so in the morning we, we had detached the trail. Detra- I can't say it. We unhooked the trailer <laughs> and uh, turned around, drove back down the the mountain the other way, back where we came from. Bought chains, right? And we left. We left the trailer there. Yeah, with just like, left the trailer on twenty thousand dollars worth of gear, like all my guitar, like everything, just left it there. Bought chains. I don't know if we actually used the chains. I guess we did to get back up there. But then once we went over the mountain, it was like sunny, and like the next day, it was fine. Well, we bought chains, and then uh, that didn't work. So do you remember we found we we found a tow truck guy? Oh yeah, that's we right. basically we paid this guy like three hundred bucks yeah. in his pickup truck to hook our trailer up to his truck and drive right. over the pass yeah so when you say the chains didn't work like you couldn't even get the van up there again or you couldn't get the trailer to move once you got we did we just the trailer was too heavy we couldn't pull it basically yeah yeah Damn. yeah so so long story short this dude was like um i've lived here i don't know if you remember this dan he's like i forgot I, about that but yeah yeah he's like i lived here all my life i've never tried anything like that i don't know if i want to try it and i was like well dude i have three hundred dollars of, of like cash on me i'll just give you three hundred dollars if you just try it you know yep he's like i don't know and uh dude he tried it and we just he just pulled it over and he's like well i mean you probably should just wait for the you know weather window you know it won't be that long it's like how long is that four, about four days <laughs> what are we gonna do for four four days he's like no we're going and so long story short he pulled it over the pass he went like two miles an hour like literally like two miles an hour a crawl down the other side of this mountain and we got to the bottom like Dan said it was like 60 and sunny and then we were like whoo it was fucking terrifying it was the most glorious thing yeah. <laughs> to like see the sun and be like holy shit we didn't die yeah I think we all went to like Subway or something stupid and ate food <laughs> and we were all so excited yeah. yeah it was like it. I know as like I've tried to tell a story to people like it never comes off scary like it doesn't even sound scary when I talk about it right now but if you yeah. were there you would have been like this is how people die no, dude, that you know? sounds terrifying to me. <laughs> it was terrifying. questionable how we were ever going to get out. Like, I was like, it's the movie alive. It's happening. This is how yeah. we die. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. We made it. So was that after, like, like was that Arizona and Vegas? Is that how it went? It was from Colorado. Gunnison, Colorado is where we played, right? Yeah. It was like a college come? town. And then, I, I don't know, I guess we were, we were, like, going back home or something. So we were heading east. Okay. No, That's yeah, we were, we were driving all the way back home. Yeah, it was like so, the last yeah, show. Because so, I was with you guys before you left to go that Yeah, way. I think you, yeah, Dub had come out and met us for the couple shows before that, I think, but you yeah. flew home and then we were driving, yeah. I remember that very well because I came home without a bed and <laughs> a washer, a dryer. <laughs> his, his lady had <laughs> moved out on him while he was with us, so. I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it, it worked out. Yeah. Has story of the year ever, ever had like anything where we thought we were going to die? The passport thing. Okay. People don't understand. We like, that was genuinely fucking scary. Cause it was, a, it wasn't like an official or an airport or an airport employee or someone from the government. It was just this little fucking dude that was like friends with the promoters. Like, Oh, I handle it. And we, yeah. And he just like grabbed our shit and just fucking burnt out. And we were like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And I remember you know? both you and I specifically, I think we're like, wait, no, but who the fuck is this guy? Like, who is he? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Like, just yeah. this is your boy who's just going to go do it? Like, who the fuck is your boy? It wasn't like a government official, like you said, or anything. Yeah. And it's that, like, very casual. Not that, like, it wasn't cool. Not that we didn't, like, I don't know. So we were in a, a place we had never been. 
like a culture that we'd never interacted with and somebody, yeah. somebody who barely speaks English. That's just like, no, it's cool. I got it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. all right, I'm yeah, in yeah, a fucking, yeah. I'm in a movie where I'm going to end up like sold into sex slavery and I'm going to be in a fucking basement somewhere. Yeah. You know, somebody with a saw mask is going to come in. Yeah, dude. And the, and the reason that like shit was amplified so much is because we were doing that thing. We were going into work in a country and uh, didn't have like a carnet for our gear. We didn't have like a gear manifest. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we mm-hmm. we just did things like we did things pretty skeet. They could just but, stole all of our shit and been like, "You didn't bring nothing." What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Or or like a like in Singapore, if you like sneeze, they cane you. Or if you try to smoke a fucking joint in Singapore, you you, they you ex, they ex- execute you. Yeah. I was just thinking, it's like we try to go in this third world country and we, our paperwork's not right, and they just have our fucking passports. Like they might just throw us in jail, you know. It's just fucking weird, man. Dude, remember how stressed out I was in Singapore because of the spitting thing? Yeah. Like, I had a terrible, terrible, terrible show because I was afraid if I spit on stage during our own show Mm -hmm. that I'd go to fucking jail. So I, like, had a towel back on my cab. I'd go back and spit into it very carefully, and it stressed me out the whole fucking time. Beautiful place, but fuck. Do you remember when we got deported from China, they held us in that room for, like, fucking ever. I want to say it was, like, yeah, like sixteen hours, and there was like mosquitoes Yo, everywhere. So I, I wasn't there for this, so tell. Yeah, tell I couldn't the story. remember if we already told the story, did we? And we didn't tell this, right? It was one of those times where, like, you could see like every hour that went by. And when we first, when it first happened, I was like, "Oh shit, this is fucking." I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm gonna choose to just like laugh about this. Like, how oh, this will be a funny story one day. Well, we didn't have the right uh, visas. We didn't have any visas. We didn't have a work visa we at all. No, we didn't have work visas. So we were trying to go into China work earn money off of their people without like a work visa <laughs> yeah because our management said you don't need one it's fine they were wrong yeah well no wrong uh, but wrong <laughs> habitual what happened uh our paperwork our old manager instead of filling it all out he just printed it all out and sent it to us and it was like he's like yeah this shit's all done here you go you thought you were just getting like your copy of it basically yeah. so but we showed up to to, to immigration and just handed them the documents that yeah. none of it was filled out or anything. We, oh my God. We, we, so we thought we were good. Like we thought our management took care of everything. You know what the funny thing is, is that I specifically remember sitting in, in my basement on the computer talking to him going like, this is like four days before we're supposed to leave. And I'm like, everything's good, right? We're all good with paperwork, everything. Cause I think was Grady there with us then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was there. I think so. But he was Grady. <laughs> so, I was handling the paperwork portion we of flew it. From Aust- we went from Australia straight up to China. Yeah, right? so I'm like... Also, Dub was with us before that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> Every time <laughs> you leave us, something fucked up happens. Yeah, everything's good, me. right? Everything's good. Yeah, everything's gr- everything's done. I say, you talk to the promoter. Everything's fine. Yes. Okay, cool. No. Psych. Mm. You handed them the paperwork, and the, uh, the Chinese government officials looked at you and just started laughing. Yeah. Yeah. They're looked like, at me. What looked the at fuck me. Is this? Why? First of all, why am I handing him the paperwork? I'm not the tour manager, but I was. I handed him the, yeah. like the paperwork. And this is on the way in, right? Yeah. yeah. We got off the plane in Shanghai. We're in Shanghai, yeah. Because Mark's dad was trying to smuggle us in. He's like, "Just tell him your visitors. I'll come get you." Yeah. No, and I dude. Was like, fuck. And then so I'm trying to deal with all this, and all these like other people from the plane are trying to like kind of, you know how like they don't consider personal space over there (laughs) (laughs) what you said you turned around and went whoa (laughs) put your hand up and everybody in the whole airport like shrunk they're like oh my god (laughs) that guy's angry and we were all like what the fuck we're never going on because i was already aggravated from being on the plane because my thing is after 
visiting the east part of the world from where we are many times on an airplane, when the airplane lands and the the ding happens, yep. it gets all congested and stupid. <laughs> so what I do now is I just stand up in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> like, I don't even get my bags. Yeah. Different countries have very different uh, plane exit strategies. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's brilliant. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, they're like, it fuck works. you, I'm going first. Yeah. All right. So you get there. You hand them the paperwork. They laugh at you for having given them blank paperwork. They take us down to immigration. I'm on the phone with management trying to figure out what's going on. I think Grady's doing the same thing. And then they eventually were like the airport's empty. It's the middle of the fucking night. Yeah. It's like Like, two. It's empty. They eventually take us into like this room that's like gross and like has a couple couches. And we like. I just remember falling asleep finally for like a little while and somebody wakes us up and goes, all right, time to go. We're like, oh, so we're good to go. No, you have to leave the country. Yeah, you got to go. Yeah, they made us. You're leaving. They walked us, uh, these dudes with fucking M16s, military police, walked us straight to to an airplane. They walked us to a ticket counter because we had to decide if we were just going to screw the rest of the trip and like not do Hong Kong, not do Taiwan and just go home. No, they flew us and to Hong we were, Kong. We didn't have a choice. No, they, I know, but before that, we had to make a choice of we could go to Hong Kong and just stay there and then f- do the other two shows or just go yeah. home and screw the rest of well, it. Yeah, but she gave us that choice. She said, I'm supposed to send you home. Like, I'm supposed to deport you back to your hometown, your home country. That's what was legally supposed to happen. She's like, I'm going to let you guys go to Hong Kong because you'll get in there if you want. Like, yeah. they, they were like, when we were held up in that room for eight hours or whatever, they were looking on like computers and bringing pictures over and they're like, story of the year. And they're like, that's you guys. And we're like, yeah, uh-huh. it's us. Let us in. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't they're come like, in. Nah, nah, we can't. Sorry. No. So then we, we flew to Hong Kong. So they were nice enough to let us go to Hong Kong. That was actually them helping us out. But- yeah. We flew to Hong Kong, stayed there for like three days then flew to taiwan played that show did you play a show in hong kong did that, that was, yeah. hong kong was the last show so we oh, flew yeah. to hong kong hung out for like three days flew to taiwan played that show came back to hong kong played that show but in the meantime we're at we're in hong kong and like because my name was like first on the list for some reason my flights everything from shanghai beyond and home got deleted like they had to go redo my flights. Oh, oh yeah, that was so. Weird. I'm at we're we're in we're in Hong Kong, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna call. I called the U.S. Embassy in Hong Kong and kind of like told them everything because like at that point in time, my flights were deleted. They were gone. Like I didn't have a way home. And <laughs> and they they deleted it at immigration in the airport. Somebody did. Somebody deleted my flights. I don't know who, but somebody deleted it. And the. The representative for the U.S. at the U.S. Embassy in Hong Kong pretty much told me, don't ever try to go back to China. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was going to be my final He's question. A criminal. Do not return. Are you four, I guess, five? It might just be me. Officially not allowed to come back? Or is it like, hey, this is going to be on the record and you're probably going to get fucked? Unofficially. Don't know. I have no idea. We haven't tried yet. Yeah. That was yeah. like 2017, maybe. And it might just be me. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, 16, 17, yeah. somewhere Or it there. might not be you. You're the only one that got deleted, maybe. <laughs> you just got fully deleted I out guess, of the system. I don't know. You just walk in there. Also, you, it's, it's worth... Chill next time. It's worth mentioning, just for people listening, that like, if you're in Arkansas or Chicago, it's not really that scary. If you're in a communist country... Or yeah. you're in a part of the world that you're not used. Like these things take on a whole new level of fucking seriousness and anxiety because 
you know, you just go, am I stuck here? Am I going to be thrown in a South American jail? Or am I going to be like, China is a fucking awesome, awesome place, but it's also really strange compared to what we know as normal, you know? Yeah. As far as shit away, you don't know the language. You don't know the laws. You don't know much of anything. And when it's the middle of the night and they're like, no, you can't come in. (laughs) Yeah. You know, fucking freak out. Yeah. It's, and then you get, yeah, it was like 16 hours, right, Scoops? We were yeah, it was in that, 16 locked hours. in that room. Yeah. Was, and that, yeah. was, that was after flying from Australia, which was like a 12-hour flight or whatever from yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah. And then dudes with machine guns come in here and say, follow me. And they yeah. don't say it like that. It's time to go. Uh, <laughs> and they talk like Arnold in China, too. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> come with me and then a leave. bunch of dudes with fucking M16s walk into a plane and say, get out of my country, yep. you know? Yep. And it's like, I <laughs> remember just going like, oh, dude, thank that. I'm just stoked to let us leave. We were Jeez, like contemplating, know? fuck this, let's just go home. Like right now. I don't want to go yeah, anywhere else. Let's go home. It ended up working out. I think we ended up making money on it because... Yeah, the promoter like covered a lot of it. and <laughs> They yeah. covered all our hotel stay in Hong Kong and all that stuff and then like they refunded us some money and then we still got paid for the other two shows. We didn't get to play our China shows obviously. We didn't get to play Shanghai or Beijing I think it was two shows we were supposed to do. Somehow we wound up making money but like I don't know how that happened but that one mistake from management with paperwork did cost us tens of thousands of dollars. It was management and the promoter because I don't know if it was just me or maybe Ryan you came but like I had to go meet with Grady, oh, yeah, yeah. the promoter. I did, and, yeah. Yeah, and we were just like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Like, it was yeah. between management and the promoter. They fucked yeah, it up, yeah. both of them. Yeah, I think that the yeah. promoter was kind of like, eh, you'll probably get in if we do it right, but then there was not the right communication on how we were supposed to get yeah. in, so we said we were there to work. Because sometimes we do that in other countries. It's like, hey, don't say you're here to work. You're here to visit, although yeah. we're playing shows. Yeah. And we have to fill it out right. And if you do it right, you get in, and it's fine. But... You know, yeah. it's sketchy like that. Well, do you, shit happens. you remember like when we went to like when we went to Taiwan on that trip, I was on the phone on the plane on the runway in Taiwan talking to Juicy. Remember that chick? Yeah. 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 And I was like, yeah. hey, and, she, and I was expecting to have some like broken English like conversation with somebody. Sounded like she was from California. <laughs> I think she and was, I was like, from hey, America. Yeah. Are we OK to just fucking come into this country? Because like we just had all these issues. He's like, no, it's cool. And like. That was the most like kind of like f- freaked out slash aggravated I've ever been on tour because I'm like, yeah. I'm handling this because I feel like Grady checked out at some point in time and mm-hmm. I'm handling everything now. So it's like yeah. I'm on the phone with her going, hey, what's happening? No, no, you're cool. Just I think she even told us to say we were there on vacation. That happened a lot, but we have to know that or else yeah, we're not going to fucking do it right. <laughs> Yeah. And then, oh yeah. no, I miss uh, all five of us misspoke. We're actually here on vacation. <laughs> just uh, kidding, just kidding. Well, you, yeah. you always remember like we're on the plane and we're like, hey, how'd you fill out your immigration form? Yeah. Yeah, what yeah, did yeah, you yeah. put? We <laughs> do all make sure that we do the same thing at least, but who fucking That knew? was before we had, before we had toured internationally for 15 years before we had an actual carne. Yeah. Hey, for, for everybody yeah, yeah. who's listening, a carne, I don't know if we said this on the podcast, but it's, it's basically like a list of what you're bringing into the country that's merchandise or something that you're using to do your job. In our case, like we have to list every instrument, all that kind of stuff, because potentially you could bring stuff in that's more expensive in the country, sell it, make a bunch of money, come back without it. And you have to be taxed if that's going to happen. So you instead declare, Hey, we're using all of this for business. We're bringing in all this shit. And then we're going to bring it back out. So you have to like check the list on the way in and the way out. 
It's like buying something at fucking Sam's Club. We never did that. And the reason shithead <laughs> bands like us don't do it because they're really expensive and uh, a hassle to get. Hey, c- come to find out, it's a more of a hassle than they are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're not that expensive. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. when we travel internationally, we do it. On, we do everything right now, but it's still a fucking huge hassle. We never got asked for 10 years, and then all of a sudden, every country we went to, we got asked. Yeah, the hassle is at the airport, where it's like you have yeah. to go. You have to show up so early to the airport because you have to go through a whole different process after you, yeah, like check in for your flight and all that stuff. It's a big pain in the ass. Didn't Josh? Didn't the last international? I guess it was um, that shit we did in Europe, that festival. I feel like didn't we go to the airport like the day before and do it? Yeah, because our flight left so. It's a hassle, early. man. Yeah, the flight. Our flight left so early that there was no way we were going to get into customs yeah. here in St. Louis before our flight was going to leave. So we had to go in a day early and do it. Yeah, it's dude. It's so weird. Like I'm so ready to play shows and travel and just like do all the shit that we do, but then we talk about this stuff and it's just like there's a little part of me that's just like God, that shit. It's a lot. I don't want <laughs> to personally ever have to deal with any of that ever again, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> did we ever ask like Timmy or Chad or Oaks or anybody? Did we used to have all this no, shit? No, we never we did. Just, I, can, we, I can guarantee you we never like, did. Did we just not know about it or something? Yeah. It's I didn't possible, think so. but... Because maybe that's once you, like we started just not having tour managers and shit, we all realized... Well, the, the only shit. time I can think we ever did anything like that was when we actually shipped our equipment. Yeah. That was the only time I could ever think that we ever did anything like that. Talk about expensive. That's yeah. expensive yeah. shit. Wasn't that oh, to God. Australia, too? That was Australia. That was a bunch of places. That was yeah. Taste of Chaos. I'm just saying that's as far as it can go. Yeah. It probably cost us about 30 grand. We shipped <sighs> stuff on Taste of Chaos, and then we shipped stuff to the UK and Europe on the black swan tour or something like that or in the wake or something like that yeah i specifically remember that i like balling in a band man let's ball again <laughs> ball out ball yeah. out son dude ball I, out. i'd rather sit in immigration all night and get fucking sent back out of a country and do all that shit and go early and make a paperwork I'd, I'd rather do all of that than do what i do every day it's, it's right basically now. the same thing is sitting at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably equally as shitty. But like so yeah, at the mall, like you could right. probably go get something to eat. We couldn't. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't get water or anything. We're like, hey, can we like get water or are we supposed to just die here? What do nah, we do? No, sit in this hot, humid room. There was mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Remember the mosquitoes? So please, just just a few drops, <laughs> so please. Yeah. Touring kicks ass. God. Every time you talk about like giving that dude your passports, I think about tattoo. Tattoo? That's who I, yeah, that's who I expect. Like they just grab your shit and walk away. Like, the plane, boss. Oh, yeah. tattoo from uh, <laughs> the plane, the plane. He just what's it called? Walks off with your shit. Yeah, that's basically what happened. You're like, I hope that I hope he brings our shit what back. Is, what is that? What is tattoo? What is that? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Gilligan's Island. What the fuck is no. this? That definitely uh, not Gilligan's yeah, Island. What was that? You know, what I'm talking about uh, <laughs> Boogie Nights. <laughs> tattoo from Boogie Star Nights. Star Wars. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I can't remember. All right, that. let's wrap this. Let's wrap. There you go. What a way to end. None of us know. None of us know the answer. We'll just let the people decide. All right, hey everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, as you know, at Story of the Year and all the social media stuff, patreon.com slash story of the year if you want to support this podcast and this band and get on that Story of the Year Discord, hang out with us. It's a bunch of people on that shit. It's a dope little community of fans, everybody hanging out. If you don't know what Discord is, it's basically like a chat room that's invite only and you can only get in this via Patreon. It's tight, so you should do that. There's a bunch of other stuff too. Patreon.com slash story of the year. All my social media stuff is at Adam the Skull. I'm Gary Wilson at Marvel.com. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> I'm Marvel at GaryWilson.com. I'm Todd, I'm Todd Phillips at DC.com. Fudge. I haven't posted in like a month, so nobody needs to follow me. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
Fuck, I haven't either. Uh, I'm Josh underscore Wills 29. That's it. Suck one! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dub. Can we go up?